I'm Haley, and presenting this podcast with me is my sister, Rihanna. Dennis Rader was born on March 9, 1949. He was sentenced to life in prison in 2005. To find out why, stay tuned. So, first we're going to talk about Dennis's childhood. Dennis Rader's parents both worked long hours and didn't really give their children much attention. This began leading to Dennis feeling ignored and caused him to start resenting his mother for his feelings of abandonment. In the article, 12 Things You Didn't Know About the BTK Killer Dennis Rader, John Gilbert states, Rader was attracted to sinister fantasies like bondage and torture during his childhood. To satisfy his intense desire to inflict pain on others, BTK tortured cats, dogs, and other animals. And he murdered them by hanging. BTK, aka Dennis Rader, knew this was wrong. Hence, he tried doing everything he could to keep his psychopathic behavior a top secret. There are also accounts of him peeking into women's windows. Aside from this, Dennis didn't really get into any trouble. He mostly just seemed like a friendly boy in the neighborhood. In the article titled Dennis Rader Biography, the biography editors note, as the oldest of four sons, he enjoyed a seemingly normal childhood, reportedly masking these disturbing behaviors. Now, let's talk about when things started going downhill for Dennis. In the mid-1960s, Rader decided to drop out of college and go into the U.S. Air Force. In the article, Who is the BTK Killer?, Heather Finn notes that in all facets of his public-facing life, Dennis Rader appeared to be just a regular guy. A few years later, in 1971, he married his wife Paula and was working for an outdoor supply company, where he stayed for only about a year. In the article, Who is the BTK Killer?, Heather Finn observes the couple lived together in Park City, a suburb of Wichita, and had two children, a son and a daughter. When Dennis first started killing, he was employed at ADT Security. In the article, Five Facts You Never Knew About the BTK Killer, Samantha K. states he would often install systems for families who were seeking protection from none other than the BTK Killer. At his crime scenes, Dennis would leave cereal boxes, usually in parked cars. Samantha K. indicates the cereal boxes left at the corners or in parked cars were, you guessed it, meant to be a play on the term serial killer. She states that a true dad can never resist a dad joke. Four years after Dennis's first murders, he graduated from Wichita State University, where he was studying criminal justice. Dennis worked as a city compliance officer while also serving as the president of the Christ Lutheran Church Council and also led the Cub Scouts. He was known for paying great attention to details and for being excessively neat. BTK wrote a poem to an intended target, Anna. The poem was titled, Oh Death to Nancy, and was written about one of his previous victims. Anna got lucky, however, and didn't show up in time to be murdered. Dennis was known for writing letters to the police that usually had many grammatical errors. The first letter was found because Dennis called in an anonymous tip about there being a letter in the Wichita State Library. These letters are how he became known as the BTK killer. In the postscript of his first letter, Dennis points out that he binds, tortures, then kills his victims, and that therefore, he should be called the BTK killer. This is how he signed every letter after. It is also how they discovered his motive as being a sexual sadist. He was known for sending pictures of his victims with his letters as well. 
For a while, he stopped writing letters to them and even stopped killing altogether in 1991, until 2004 when a college student wrote an article about the 30-year anniversary of the first killing by the BTK killer. This made Dennis mad that he was not remembered, which caused him to write another letter to the police. His desire to taunt the police eventually backfired and led to his arrest in 2005, when he was tricked by the police. He told the police in a letter that he wanted to send more photos of the murders on a floppy disk, but that he knew they could trace it back to him. The police, knowing this could be their only chance to catch him, tricked Dennis into thinking that they couldn't trace it. Dennis then sent them the floppy disk, and from it, they got the name Dennis Rader and the location of the Lutheran Church. He was sentenced to 10 consecutive life sentences without possibility of parole for 175 years. If it weren't for a slip-up, he could have gotten away with the crimes. Sadly for Dennis, he is still in prison today at the great age of 74. The lesson to be learned from Dennis is, even the friendliest people can be responsible for unthinkable crimes. Thank you to everyone who listened until the end. Goodbye. Until next time.